Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Know Your Role Player Podcast. I am your host, J215Forever. Follow your boy on IG, and on my IG page is the podcast page that is Know Your Role Player underscore podcast, all right? Hashtag K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-A-Y-E-R. The best way that you can listen to this is to download the Anchor app. So that's anchor.fm backslash know your role player. Once you do that, whether you have Apple Podcasts, um, Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public, Google Podcasts, CastBox, um, or many, many more, Breaker app, or many, many more, you will get notifications like when the episode you are currently listening to becomes available, all right? So whatever app that you listen to music on or podcast on, you'll just get the notification. You don't necessarily have to throw Anchor. Either way, I'll get the review. That's all I really um, guys. Welcome back today is Tuesday, January 25th. Uh, we got a lot to get to. I apologize for the Monday episode, had a couple things going on, but I always want to make sure the energy is right when you pod. All right, today the energy is right. We got a ton of topics to get into. I definitely want to try to keep this under a half an hour. Uh, as always, let me introduce my guest, Frank. Say what's up to the people. What's up, everybody? All right, we got a lot to get into, dog, and we got a lot to cover in a little bit of time. So, let's. What do you want? Do you have any uh, preference? Or we'll just start with. Uh let's start with Grayson Allen. That was the thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I definitely wanted to get there. Now, this happened a couple of days ago. This is not a new story, but he only got suspended one game, correct? Yes. So Grayson Allen got suspended one game, and the Bucks kind of did this weird like social media thing. Yeah, we're standing behind him, dude. Nobody like beat him up or nothing. Like he. I'm going to give you to you. Give me a quick two-minute history on Grayson Allen. All right. So, Grayson Allen first made national news at Duke University as a on a very good team where he decided to stick his foot out and trip a player. Now, it was blatant, right? And it was bad. But he was fitting that Duke now. Mm -hmm. Not a racist, but I'm going to just say this. Duke has known... For the last 20 plus years, always have the one white guy on the team that everyone in the country decides to hate. It was JJ Reddick, Christian right. Leitner, Bobby Hurley, all them dudes. Well, so, hold on, hold on, hold on. In fairness to the latest two names, those guys were hated because they were on Duke, but they were also good. Yes. He he does not love he does not match the level of the talent of Leitner and, and even Reddick. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. And that's important to say. It is. So that was incident one. Incident two happened two years later where he tripped another player. Now, at this point, people wanted him thrown out of college basketball because they just <laughs> felt like, dude, It's a punkish gotta... move, man. Well, also because tripping somebody is blatant, especially the way he did it. Like, it, it was bad. You guys can go YouTube it. But let's fast track to the NBA. When he got drafted, we said, okay, he'll be a decent role player. I believe he was first drafted by Utah. Mm-hmm. Dirty play in the preseason of his rookie year. <laughs> He's like throwing elbows, trying to fight people. And I'm like, right. yo, this dude, man. Then he goes to Memphis. Same thing. Didn't take him long. Now, what happened in Chicago, I'm going to be honest, because I got in a lot of arguments on Twitter about it. Wasn't that bad of a play. Thank you. And I think so sometimes. One, go ahead. It, it, it's more of who did it versus yep. what happened. So if this was instead of Grayson Allen on the Bucks, if this was Giannis, you know, even though Giannis has had moments, you wouldn't necessarily call Giannis a dirty player. Most of Giannis' bad moments is in retaliation. He hasn't really started. And 
you look at the play. Um, what's my man's name? Look at her. Caruso goes down to the paint for a strong, aggressive uh, attack at the rim. And Grayson Allen just kind of takes his hands and wipes out this play. All right, he just shut it down. Now, Alex Garuso is a very athletic player, and he can get up. And once you get up, and if you're not going for the ball, and you can't, and you get enough momentum, you're going to lose your footing and hurt yourself. Right? That's why you honestly, that's why it is important for the most part for defenders to make plays on the ball because you make a play on the ball, I can still find my footing and land. So I don't think this play was that. I don't think this play was that bad. One, uh, he still should have got the uh, two. It was a hard fall. I'm fine with the ejection. That's that's fine. All right, it's a reaction thing. That's all it is. But I don't think this is bad as it is. But he will do another thing again. Believe that, man. Hundred percent. Um, any last things on Grayson Allen before we get moving? I just want to say this, like you said, we we can't look at things with these rose colored glasses on our face, and just you know ignore the play that we see. And right. only worry about the people involved, right? Caruso's a likable guy, worked his way up on the Lakers, got paid in Chicago. Grayson Allen is somebody that's easy to dislike. But the play itself, dog, no easy buckets. That's been the mm. unwritten rule in basketball since the beginning of time. No layups, no easy buckets, contest. Right. He got hurt. That was more about the fall than the foul. All right, so our next two topics are going to kind of stream into each other. Uh, we're going to talk about the Sixers and a Ben Simmons update slash the MVP. Okay, so real quick, um, Shams have reported uh, or that recently that the preference that Daryl Morey wants to do now is to wait to the offseason um, and try to acquire um, James Harden. Now, I'm going to take it one step further. I believe Harden, I believe Lillard, and maybe Jalen Brown, and maybe, and maybe, Brandon Ingram might be the four names he say, I can legitimately get these guys with, with trade and help from other teams. All right. Oh, so right. if he believes in his heart, because I'm gonna stand, I'm gonna stand and say, I know a lot of Sixers fans and NBA fans say you're wasting an NBA season. One, we're not wasting a season because we're winning games. Okay. A player has decided that he is in his feelings so bad because people held him accountable and they've been letting him do whatever he wants for years. He doesn't want to play anymore. He decided to use his mental health as a reason why he doesn't want to play. Even though they said if he gets traded, he'll be ready in a couple weeks. Dog, I'm listen, you can't just trade him for a bag of chips and a couple guys say, Oh, we did something, because now your franchise is worse off. Now listen, if the Sacramento Kings want to take Ben Simmons and Tobias Harris, dog, I will take Harrison Barnes, I will take Fox or Halliburton, whichever one y'all want to give up, and I will make it happen, dog. We'll make it happen. We'll get that cap space and we'll get back to a team. But I don't have no problem with the ex- with there's nothing better on the market other than De'Aaron Fox, unless they're going to give up Tobias uh, Harris's contract. Go ahead. Yeah, so I think the first thing people have to be aware of is, I hate this term wasting somebody's season, because that implies you could trade Ben Simmons by himself for one other player, and then the Sixers are the favorites to go to the finals from the and Eastern Conference. And it also Conference. is a complete shot to everybody else on the team that's still working their butt off. Man. No, absolutely. But I think people have to be realistic. There is no team in the league that's giving up their best player for Ben Simmons straight up. It's not right. going right. to The Sixers don't want that. Right. If the Ben Simmons, they want to do an overhaul of pieces where it's Ben Simmons and Tobias being the focus that brings them back an all-star, if not two, and some role players and draft capital. So you have to be patient. 
If there was a guy out there right now that they could trade for that made the Sixers instantly better, sure. De'Aaron Fox has been terrible this season. <laughs> for where he was supposed to go, like yeah. he's made jumps yeah. each year. This year he's been awful. So I don't blame Daryl Morey for being like, eh, do we really want, you know, you know, I like Harrison Barnes. Is he that like big Fox. of an upgrade from Tobias Harris? I don't think so. Right. Uh, he's fine, but. I like Fox, but again, what my problem with Fox is, bro, you're terrible on defense and you're a phenomenal athlete. You can't be the now. Now you're just not playing that hard because you can score, you can get to the paint, you can get to the paint since you were 15 years old and score and finish. Yeah, but your jump shot's not improving, and now you're not defending. Oh no, you checked out. And I think the biggest thing—I don't know if there's an injury right now, but I feel like he's going to be gone by the trade deadline. Probably. But and if I the think Sacramento the... Kings want you going, that's not the greatest thing because like. Listen, we roast them every single year. They don't know what they're doing. We're standing by it. Um, I just I don't think you make big moves like this in the middle of the season because if you look at, for instance, and how bad they've looked with all these new pieces trying to get adjusted, it's like you do, Philly has good chemistry right now. Right. You don't know what bringing in. Yeah, we're not worried about Harrison Barnes, right? Because he's just he's a a professional. He'll right. fit into any roster in the league. The real player because Harrison Barnes isn't the prize in any trade no offense to Harrison Barnes it's just that like what will it look like with De'Aaron Fox playing with Embiid because that also sends Maxi back to the bench and I'd rather have Maxi than Fox I'll take Maxi's upside than Fox because I don't I don't know what Fox I don't know if he's peaking or if I know if he's plateauing I don't know but I know what Maxi I can get more yeah I would say wait I would say wait and you don't know who's going to be a and we can still make season. a trade for another type of player. Somebody can become available. We can trade a first-round pick on. There'll be a guy that can help our team get better to come. All right? Yeah. So, all hope is not lost. All right, quick transition. I want to do one more trade suggestion before I do an MVP talk. All right, yes or no, as a sad Lakers fan on this podcast that you are, are you trading Russell Westbrook for Jonathan Wall? Yes. All right. RB. Okay. <laughs> You got 30 seconds to explain your, your, your why. Okay. If you look at assist-wise, they do the same exact thing. John Wall's a better passer than Russell Westbrook, regardless of what the numbers suggest. I just think he's a better passer. Um, he's 100% a better jump shooter, and I don't understand how people have been arguing this with me. Yeah, they don't watch John Wall. They don't watch John Wall play. That's all Yeah, because I, I just watched, uh, you know, Russell Westbrook hit the top of the backboard <laughs> on a 15-foot jump shot in Washington the other night. So, okay. yeah, I'm done. I'm done. I'm over it. Let's let's. Oh, move I got to step in real quick because, you know, I oh, know I want you to finish your thought. And I oh, but my thing is this: I don't want a straight up trade. We need others. So if that means we put Avery Bradley in the deal, <laughs> if we put whoever else they want to take in the deal that's not LeBron or AD, if we can get back a Jayshon Tate or a Garrison Matthews, Jr., Garrison Matthews, whoever. Listen, the Rockets role- are loaded in role players. Dog. Daniel right. Tice. Oh I'll take goodness. Daniel Tice. He just doesn't even play Eric anymore. Gordy? With, with, yeah, with that. come on. Come on, man. Listen, the Rockets are loaded with role players, all right? So, listen, if you want – if that's not a bad trade because even if the, sal- the salaries do match because they traded for him before. For yep. But you can get something else, and the something else could really help. But I don't want to spend too much time on that. All right, so we got to talk about the MVP real quick, right? Um, the All-Star voting is coming to an end. Um, was it next week? Yes. Or the end of this week? I think it's I think it's Sunday maybe. I'm gonna figure it out, but I'm gonna we're gonna make sure we do our All Star players. We'll do our full list of Eastern Western Conference before the list comes out. That's really important. Um, but I gotta talk about the MVP. So right now, to certain people, Nikolai Jokic is projected the current MVP lead. 
the Denver Nuggets are 24 and 21. Yo, Nikolai Jokic has been playing phenomenal basketball. Um, he's averaging easy, a double-double, plenty of assists. I'm not here to shame his game. But I just want to give you the other guys, and you tell me, should he be number one? All right, so before Kevin Durant got hurt, I was going to make Kevin Durant by far my MVP. I thought he was shooting at the highest level. I thought James Harden was a shell of himself, the guy that averaged 36 points two years ago. That's barely cracking 20. Um, and they needed their offense. That's because Kyrie wasn't a part of the team. Now, let's look at the other MVP candidates, right? You got Joel Embiid. The 76ers are 27 and 19. You got Chris Paul or Devin Booker. The Phoenix Suns have the best record in the NBA at 37 and 9. You have Memphis with um, John Morant. They're 32 and 17. And you got the Warriors with Steph Curry. They're 34 and 13. Am I missing anybody for this MVP talk? Did I get most of the guys? Uh, no, I think that's pretty fair. I just personally, and again, I get that Jokic got the advanced numbers, and I don't take for granted that he's doing uh, well with missing two of the best offensive players. But if you look at the Denver Nuggets roster and the Sixers roster and you remove the best players, dog, those rosters are about even. Yep. I don't know if y'all watched Tobias Harris. He has regressed to bad, bad – he's regressed really bad, man. Oh, he's still fine, but he's more of a Harrison Barnes then last year, it was a guy that should have made the All-Star team, all right? Uh, Maxie's been up and down. Our second-best player, honestly, all year has probably been Seth Curry. But Embiid is 27-19, and 19, and he kind of picked it up. It's actually funny with Curry. Curry was the MVP by a mile with the way the Warriors are playing. And right after Curry broke that record, he's been on a slump. Now, I do think he has a hand injury that he's not being honest about because he missed the game right after that. And I do think it's either... You got arrested or something, or there's something to it. Now, a couple more things with the Warriors, and then we'll slot back to MVP. Clay Thompson been coming back. Um, I think he's shooting about 30% from three. I don't worry about that too much. His shot will pick up. But I do think his legs are not I, – I, I think um, I think Kendrick Perkins said it on NBA Today is, you know, your workload as far as the NBA game changes. Because he said, you know, when you come back, you know – it's different from when you're just practicing. And there's no substitute for playing live basketball. And I don't worry about Klay Thompson, even though he has knee soreness. But I do believe that the Warriors got to kind of manage this little rut they're in. Steph Curry's kind of been missing some shots right now. Since he broke that record, he's shooting about 33% from the three-point line. Still averaging 24, 5, and 5. So his numbers are still fine. But, um, you know, and Draymond is the one thing that I'm I'm kind of worried about, right? So he has back pain that goes down to like a nerve, a slip disc or something, which could be better than they're implying. So is there any concern before we jump back to MVP for the Warriors? No. Me neither. I just think it's important that they continue to empower Jordan Poole and Andrew Wiggins. And Funny get the most out of Otto Porter that you can get while you can get it. Absolutely. All right. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And when, can I get a Wiseman? Do you have any Wiseman update? He's traveling with the team on their next road trip, so Man, take that, that for what meniscus, you want. That meniscus was a loss. He's close. A little, He's close. Okay. He's okay. close. Uh, but to slide back into MVP, uh, I'm going to give my rankings, and I want you to give your rankings. Okay. Um, so number one, and again, this is not this is not biased. This is not whatever. I am going to have to do number one, Joel Embiid. Um, number two. Nikolai Jokic, number three, Chris Paul, 
No, wait, hold on. I got to put number three, Steph, because still he's been better. Uh, I'm going to put Steph and Chris Paul are tied at number three. And then at four, I'll do John Moran. All right? Now, this list can change. And if Steph picks it up, I still expect him to win. Because he's probably this bad stretch. He still averages over like 24 points a game. It's just a three-point percentage stretch isn't playing well. But I do expect him to pop out of the slump at some point. He's too good of a shooter. Now, let's say the Sixers win 52 games. And they finish top three. Dude, you can't tell me he's not the MVP. You just can't tell me he's not the MVP. Let's say the Nuggets finish with 47 wins and they're fifth. I'm not giving him the MVP for that, man. Because by that time, there will be too many other guys that perked up for that. Now, listen, by that time, by the end of the season, they do expect to have Jamal Murray back after around the All-Star break. So that has to factor in, too. The Chris Paul argument is weird. He's averaging 14 and 10, uh, but he leads the NBA in assists. He leads the NBA in points and, no, no, assists in the fourth quarter. His clutch numbers are ridiculous. They have the best record in the league. I understand that Devin Booker is the younger guy, but this team goes because of Chris Paul. All right? And if no other reason you want to look for, Bismack Biombo had a double-double. All right? And listen, I love DeAndre, and I'm not here to shade DeAndre. But, dog, just to slide Bismack in and have him getting busy, I don't know if y'all watch Bismack Biombo. But I got to give Chris Paul some credit. So give me your list real quick, brother. All right. So, yeah, our lists are completely different. Um, and I got a guy who hasn't played in as many games as other guys, but the numbers are stupid. And that's Jimmy Butler. Okay. He's no my way. number five. Right He's now. missed like 20 games, dude. No, nah, he hasn't missed that many. He's only missed six less than Embiid. Um I'm, I got I to gotta verify that. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead, right go ahead, go ahead. So uh, he's averaging 21, 6, 6, and 2 steals. So I got Jimmy at number five. I can we'll hold, see how real, the rest real quick, of the real quick. That Jimmy, as good as Jimmy is, that team's loaded, man. Yeah, I mean, I understand that, but they're the best team right now in the East. There's a good chance that they finish head and shoulders above everybody else in the East. That's not guaranteed. And we don't know when Kyle Lowry is coming back. Okay. So I just think that's why I have him at five. He's, ahead, a, he's a dark ahead, horse outside. All right, number four, I got Steph Curry right now. I think it's going to be harder and harder for him to win this award just because I think Clay Thompson's going to be coming on more and more towards the end of the season after the All Star break. So I think it could get difficult. I got uh, Devin Booker at number three mm. again, putting up buckets, best player on that team, mm. and I can't give the MVP to somebody that. 15 points a game. So, <laughs> you know, he leads the NBA. In the I, don't, I don't care about that. Okay. I don't. Okay. <laughs> what is an assist? Um, you know, can you tell me what the definition of an assist is? A pass that leads to a bucket. Okay. Okay. But that doesn't matter. Go ahead. Not in the MVP discussion. No. He can get, all, pro, he can get all NBA team, but not MVP. Whenever you get a chance to put in this pod, I want you to look up Steve Nash MVP numbers. Oh, listen. I'm a Kobe fan, so you already know. I Listen. <laughs> We're just going to say it before the end of the pod, though. All right. Um, now, my number two. Okay. I think what he's been doing in Philly is absolutely remarkable. And it's bigger than just Ben Simmons because they're having dudes out every single night. Effects. Whether it's Green, Curry, Thibault, doesn't matter. Tobias has been out the whole season because he forgot who he was since last year. Maxie's been in and out. Milton's not playing. So. Milton's played in a while. Now, my number one is a fan thing for me. Uh, <laughs> you better not say that. I think you gonna say. Go ahead, go ahead. Darren Garland. 
Now, his numbers. 19.7 points. Almost at the 20 mark. Mm-hmm. Eight assists. So he's only trailing Chris Paul by two assists a game. Mm-hmm. Three rebounds. He's averaging over a steal a game. Good turnover ratio. Now, the reason I put him number one is because if you want to talk about most valuable player, meaning yeah. if you take this dude off the team to me, yeah. yo, yo, I what he says. You take <laughs> Darius Garland off that team, this they're in the lottery, dog. They're the fifth team of the East. They have their 2019. No, no, listen. I listen. The coach of the year award probably goes to um to the to Cavaliers coach. Oh, no, um, I can't do that. <laughs> Eric oh. Spolstra? Oh. Oh, hey, you know what? Eric Spolstra. You got the yo, I'm this team is loaded. <laughs> no, hold on. No, I got I got two seconds. I got to go on this Miami roster. Finish your thing, and I'm going to go into Miami roster. Yeah, Finish. so I just think with the MVP, right, I think there's some dark horses. I think Giannis is a dark horse. Absolutely. We didn't mention him. He's definitely a top four. Yeah, he's, he's a – I wouldn't put him in the conversation necessarily. I would. And that has to and do with – That's better than Darius Garland. No, it is. But, again, I just think sometimes we look at the superstar player put up numbers every season – and then we just say, oh, you know, Jokic is putting up crazy numbers. Okay, but the Nuggets stink. Like, <laughs> winning good. has to mean something. A- I don't, absolutely. Like, yo, I don't care what the roster is. Because nah, if that's I can't the case, say that. no, 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 no. I, I, the I reason I can nah. say that is this. Okay, so if we're going to give MVP now, if we're going to leave people as candidates just because they make the playoffs, then we need to go back in history and re give out some of these MVPs, man. Because when Steve Nash won it, it was, oh, Phoenix has the best record. They're the best team. I didn't say nothing last year when Jokic won it because they had one of the best records in the West, right? Right, right. Okay, and we're never giving it to Rudy Gobert. So No. Okay, so my point is, I'm with Jokic getting it. My issue is this year, they stink. Yeah, his numbers are good because they stink. (laughs) They need him to score 30 every night to win. That team is terrible. I want to hear that. (laughs) Nah, like, I'm done with the Jokic. He's not in my top five candidates. The team stinks. And yeah. I'm going to tell everybody right now, here's a hot take, y'all. They're in a playoff game. They're not finishing in the top six. I like Minnesota. They're not Whoa. finishing in the top six. Whoa. They'll be in the play-in against the Lakers. I actually like their take, too. I'm actually going to follow yeah. that take. Um, real quick, man, because the, 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 the Eric Spolstra and Jimmy Butler, they don't know this <laughs> Bam out of bio, Jimmy Butler. Wait, Missed a bunch of games. I'm just naming the talent on the oh, roster. Okay. okay. Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Dwayne Dedman, French's favorite. Yeah. Um, Kyle Guy doesn't really play. He done his Haslam's already gave five minutes. Tyler Hero. Now I want to remember you. He's making Jimmy Butler the MVP, but Tyler Hero has be- far been the best scorer on his team this year. All right. Eh. Um, Kyle Lowry, Caleb Martin, Marquise Morris doesn't even play. I don't know what's up with Oladipo. Um, oh, 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 that is news. I was going to save it for later, but I'll say it now since you mentioned it. Oladipo practiced five-on-five five today and did a post-practice shoot-around. He is getting back into game shape. They expect him to be on the court and playing in two weeks. Wow. Um, Which changes his whole Yeah, team, Duncan Robinson, Chris Silver has been hooping. Max Strauss has been hooping. Gabe Vincent has been hooping, and Omar... I always say his name more. Omar, you Steven? Oh, you're you're cert you're certain. 
Yasertsman. Omar Yasertsman. This roster is loaded with shooters, defenders, and wing players, dog. You're not going to Jimmy Butler me to death. I, I love Jimmy Butler. He's not, cannot be the, missed too many games, dog. And only six more. It's not, that's a lot, dog. There's only been like 40 games in the first half of the season. Uh, and also, both of us is wrong because Giannis has to be in the top three. I, for, I literally forgot about it. I, I ain't going to lie. I forgot about it. Um. All right. We got one more, um, a couple of topics for the night, and then we're going to jump right into the next picks. Anthony Davis is back. I'll name the pod after AD. All right. AD is back after a 17 game absence. He's on a minutes restriction. Do you expect, <laughs> excuse me, the Lakers to win and AD to play well tonight? I expect the Lakers to win. I don't I know what to expect. To I don't know what to expect from Anthony Davis. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Um, to be honest, I wouldn't play. I'll say this: as a Laker fan, I don't want AD to play in this game. No, I do. And the, and the reason I don't want him to play in this game is because the Nets have two of the dirtiest players when it comes to injuring people: Blake Griffin, who I never trust to not be a dirty player, and then you know my least favorite, Bruce Brown, the klutz man. This dude will <laughs> anyone's leg. So. Yeah. I don't, as a Laker fan, I don't love him playing in this game for the just, yeah. But I don't know what to expect. The Lakers better win this game, though. Better Absolutely. win this game. Um, last win. topic, <laughs> before we go into the next picks. I talked about Damian Lillard for this whole summer, all right? And I, I got a lot of flack of not knowing what I'm talking about. I never said I knew his exact injury. But I did say, and you remember, I said this pod after pod. He was not playing well in the Olympics. It looked like there was an injury problem. Started the season, he didn't play well. Now he's getting shut down with an abdominal injury. He now says that this was happening at the Olympics. So my question is, why did he play in the Olympics? Even if he, even if he played and got injured, he still—correct me if I'm wrong—he still gets a medal. Am I right? Yes. Yeah. So you would have got your medal, all right? And he didn't play well at all, all right, for a very accomplished player. Now he said the other day, "Oh, I'm in no rush to come back." Then he counters it by saying, I'm not playing to get a draft pick. Yo, dog, he's driving me crazy, man. I don't think he can I don't think he can say I want to get traded. I don't think he can say it. I think he's just I think he's not scared. I think he thinks it goes against everything his brand stands for, which doesn't make sense because it's a business. Go ahead. So I think Damian Lillard played on the Olympic team because he wanted to know what it felt like to be a winner. Um, something he hasn't felt in the NBA in quite some ever, honestly. Regular season games don't matter to elite players. Um, it's not true. Uh, well, that's you're right. They matter yeah, for certain elite players. And then Kobe's uh, 81 point game didn't matter because it was a regular season game. Yeah, I mean that was different. No, um, you can't. You can't say it doesn't matter. And you just no. I just mean the season. regular season doesn't matter in terms of wins and losses. Like. I don't think elite players define their careers by like, oh, I they don't define their careers, but there's 82 games. games. That's how you become great by consistently playing great over 82 games. Yeah. Now, for him saying like, I don't want to, I don't play for lottery picks. I don't want to play for lottery picks, or I don't play for picks. Here's my thing, dog. You don't have to play for picks. You could demand a trade. You could be a grown man and say, I don't want to play in Portland <laughs> anymore. Get me the heck up out this city, and they would trade you. And they would bring in a crazy amount of people and picks and players and stuff for you. But you don't want to do that. So as far as Damian Lillard, he's about to get regulated to Ben Simmons' conversation where I don't talk about him anymore. Because yeah. I'm, I'm getting kind of over it 
you're a grown man that made a decision. Live with it. Yeah. Right? The, the reason why, and that's such a good segue, the reason why I don't do more Ben, like, I'll do, if it's a notable Ben news, I'll do it. But just every day, yo, dude, he's checked out, and I, I just, I can't give you the energy. And like you said, I'm getting close to Dane with that, with the wishy-washiness, with these comments, with these kind of lingo that kind of means something, but don't kind of mean nothing. I'm over it. I'm over it, and I've been over it. All right. Um, two things, Les. Do you have the updated list of our wins and loss ratio? I don't have the updated wins loss ratio. I'll have it for next time. Do you I have actually... Steve Nash's MVP stats? Oh, I can pull those up in two seconds. All right. So while you're doing that, I'll give I'll pull up our first game. So our first game is at seven o'clock. Denver is favored by seven versus the Nuggets. These teams recently played the other day, and Jokic almost had a triple double. All right. So a couple things fantasy wise, I like Kate Cunningham tonight. Um, it's a good matchup. I don't like Denver's guards at all. The only problem is Denver doesn't have any bigs, and Jokic will do whatever he wants. I do believe that the Nuggets will win the game, but I like the Pistons to lose the game, and I like the Nuggets to cover by seven. Okay, I like the Nuggets also. I was going to go with Detroit, and then after analyzing their last game, I just – I don't see – everybody, on their, team played, everybody on their team game. played really well. Yeah. Like, Detroit played flawless. I got Nash's stats from his 2005-2006 NBA MVP over Kobe. Hit me with him. 18.8 points, 10.5 assists, 4.2 rebounds, 0.8 steals per game. You got shooting splits? I don't got the shooting splits. All right. 18 and 10 won MVP. Kobe was like, yeah. Yeah. Kobe I know. MVP I know. It's so, it's so media nasty, man. It's listen, whatever problem or I do or don't like LeBron, I never hold it against the player and his credentials. Just so if people you... know, Kobe's numbers that season 35 points a game, four and a half assists, 5.3 rebounds, 1.8 steals. And, and, and that doesn't tell the story. <laughs> that doesn't tell the story, though. There's like a week of averaging 60, there's like a two week period of averaging 50. It's, it's probably one of the most fun seasons I've saw from a one on one scorer ever. Like, come on, man. And that team stinks. All right. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so we're both going to take Denver. Uh, Charlotte and the Raptors. So, Fred Van Fleet is rolled out. I don't have an update on Scotty Barnes. I don't know if you play Playing, starting. All right, cool. So, now Charlotte's favorite by one and a half. <laughs> so, now I'm going to actually take the Raptors to win the game. Yeah, you're right. So, the Raptors are such a weird team. They're either going to blow out Charlotte or they're not. Charlotte doesn't play the same on the road. They don't. And I think Charlotte's missing Gordon Hayward again. Yeah, he's out. That looked terrible yesterday. They need to start Kelly Oubre. Um, I'm going to go with Charlotte. I think LaMelo is too good to be guarded by Gary Trent Jr. No offense. All right. Wizards and the Clippers. I think the Wizards are 100% completely better team, but I think the Clippers can find a way to win this game. I like the Clippers to cover the five and win the game. Nah, no Marcus Morris means they're going to ask too much from Nick Batum. And Montrez <laughs> Harrell is dropping 25 off the bench. Um, Okay, next game. Pelicans at the Philadelphia 76ers. Sixers. Hold on, I got to give the context. No Valanciunas, <laughs> no Graham, no Josh Hart, no Brandon Ingram, no chance. If this... <laughs> If the Sixers oh, no, there's no game. if. There's no if. There's no if. Now, they got to cover the 11 half. They should blow the team out by 15, man. All right. They 15. Should, they they should, should win by 40. 
Yeah, forties are hard for an NBA team with three pointers and pace. Dude, their best Especially player is Herbert Jones, who can't shoot. Yeah, you're right about that, man. And no, <laughs> def, no Valentinus. You can at least say, okay, Valentinus yeah. plays. We can make him be work on defense. And no but, Jackson Hayes either. I don't believe. Because he's dealing with some legal troubles of his own. Yeah, he's dealing with a lot of troubles. Fifteen All right, counts. Um, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> hey, man, I'm leaving that alone. <laughs> I saw the video. Yeah. I'm leaving that alone, brother. I go YouTube. Go YouTube Jackson Hayes. I already talked police. about the Jason Hayes story, though. Yo, that bad one to break down. I'll happily do it the next podcast. <laughs> Celtics at the Kings. No De'Aaron Fox. Boston is favored by nine and a half. Boston's going to win this game, but Boston, when they're expected to win, is not good. When they don't have expectations, they're good. I'm going to take the Kings to come within 10 points. Yeah, I can't sip that Kool-Aid with you, though. Um, <laughs> Kings way before. It doesn't work. They stink. They oh, stink. Speaking, yeah, we're going to... We're going to talk about the Knicks before the end of this week. It's like, I keep letting them laugh. Y'all stupid fans are so obnoxious. And that Bing Bong video done got you all gassed up. Yep. Now y'all thinking y'all something y'all not. Believe me, our lead story on Saturday is about the New York Knicks. It had to be Saturday afternoon because I got uh, some plans in the morning. Um, next game, Lakers and Nets. Lakers have to win by three and a half. No Kyrie tonight. Anthony Davis is playing. Yo, they have to win this game. Take the Lakers to cover it, man. Yeah, right there with you. It's if they don't win this game, I don't know. Dude, you just gotta stop Harden. That's it. You, you no, double I'm, team I'm Harden. Gonna say this. I'm gonna give a hard line right here. If they don't win this game, it's gonna be because Russell Westbrook has about ten plus turnovers. In which case, he needs to be <laughs> traded immediately. Don't no, even let him on the plane because they let Patty Mills go for thirty points again, like he did on Christmas. Man. He might. All right, next game, Spurs and Rockets. San Antonio is here by four and a half. Uh, these teams, this this is probably the highest total of tonight. Um, I like the Spurs. DeJounte Murray is on triple-double alert tonight. Um, I like the Spurs shooting. The only advantage the Rockets have is inside with Christian Woods, but the thing with Christian Woods is he has an inside advantage versus the Spurs. They give up the fifth most points to centers in the NBA, but he has an obsession with shooting threes. So, unless Kevin Porter Jr. plays an out-of-body experience, or, excuse me, unless um, Eric Gordon plays great, I I just don't see how the Spurs lose this game. So, I like the Spurs by four and a half. Okay. Um, I'm the opposite direction on this one. I like Houston Mm. to win the game outright. It's Mm. their first home game in their last seven. And it's the exact opposite for San Antonio. They had a long home stretch, first road game in a week. I think Houston may just come out early, and it'll be – San Antonio will close it late, but I think Houston will st- stick on for the uh, win. All right. Uh, next game, Mavericks and Warriors. I originally was going to pick the Mavericks with French, but this is a good pivot. I like the Warriors. This is a good bounce-back game. I like the wing matchups for them. I love Jordan Poole tonight. Uh, I also like um, Wiggins guarding Lucas. I, I don't like Wiggins guarding Luka, but I like the Warriors to win by three and a half. Yeah, no, nah, I like I like Dallas. I think Jalen Brunson. I like Porzingis tonight, which is crazy like to say. Tonight. You don't like Porzingis ever, but yes, I like him. Because right, I, I this can't is the like the Elita. So Trailblazers and Minnesota. Minnesota is favorite. This doesn't three. even make sense. 
I don't know how this gun's only three. Now, I understand that Anthony Simons has been hooping, hooping, all right? And I always liked Anthony Simons, so I'm happy for him. CJ McCullough is back. But you got well, Russell has been playing great. You got Towns has been playing great. And at any point, Anthony Edwards can drop a 50 bomb on you. I just – I got Minnesota unless they just don't show up tonight. They should win this game easily. And they should get over 500. So this game is really big for them. Yeah, Minnesota by 10. Like, honestly, no offense. Y'all are going to see Nurkic get exposed tonight, and I can't wait. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to stay up late. You can't expose somebody. Let me tell you something. Now, people still think he's nice. Hold on. Yeah, so. Richard Jefferson thinks he's nice. Yeah, Richard Jefferson also thinks he's nice. And I want you to live by this quote. You cannot expose somebody who isn't good. (laughs) (laughs) You can't expose. If he stinks, you're not exposing him. It's just a Wednesday. All right? Any last thoughts before we wrap it up? Yeah, go Lakers winning the chip 2027. Go Sixers. The Lakers <laughs> aren't winning anything. They're lucky if they get in the bubble. All right? They're <laughs> lucky if they get in the bubble. All right? Um, yeah, we're going to wrap it up here. We'll have a pod on Saturday. It had to be later Saturday afternoon. Uh, I have a, I have an event I have to attend. Um but again, shout out to all my listeners and subscribers. Please like, share, and subscribe. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend. Hashtag know your role player. That's K-N-O-W-Y-A-R-O-L-E-P-L-E-Y-E-R. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Follow the hashtag. You'll find the podcast links like today's episode. And we'll talk to you on Saturday. Y'all be safe. Keep grinding through the week. Talk to y'all soon. Peace.